In this B-side episode, we're going to talk about nurses, hailed by the Duterte and Marcos administrations as the country's new heroes, mga bagong bayani. Along with doctors and other frontliners, nurses bore the brunt of the COVID-19 pandemic, and they're still recovering. Monina A. Hernandez, a clinical nurse specialist who left the Philippines in 2010 for the greener pastures of New Zealand, talks to Business World reporter Patricia B. Mirasol about why Filipino nurses leave and what the government might do to make them stay. So maybe we can start by having you introduce yourself and share a bit about your professional background. I'm Monina Hernandez. So I am currently a nurse manager for infection prevention and control. I am actually based in Melbourne, Australia at the moment, but I initially migrated to Auckland, New Zealand. So I went there in 2010. And before I went to Auckland, I was actually a university lecturer at the Philippines. So I taught nursing at the University of the Philippines in Manila and also other colleges of nursing like Makati Medical School of Nursing and then we also have San Beda. Yeah, so when I migrated to New Zealand, I started as a bedside nurse. Um, the reason being I wanted to immerse myself in the culture of nursing in another country because it's, uh, it's a bit different, you know, if you're you're practicing in the Philippines and then you would go to another country, they may have a different culture. So I went through that process and then after that, I was also teaching and practicing at the same time. So that's me. So let's talk a little bit about New Zealand. I hear that it's now opened its doors for overseas nurses and midwives with an immediate pathway to residency. And according to the New Zealand Nurses Organization, the country is in need of 4,000 more nurses. I have two follow-up questions based on this bit of news. My first question is, why do Filipino nurses leave the Philippines? And number two, what can possibly be done to convince more nurses to stay and practice their profession in the Philippines? I think the answer to number two will be the complete opposite of number one. Okay, so let's answer the first question. The first question, why do why do Filipino nurses leave the Philippines? There are different factors and based on experience, personal experience, the experience of my friends, And apart from that, based on what I have researched on as well. So one of the things would be social, which I will explain later, and then educational or professional development, and then cultural as well, and then economic and also political and historical influences. So if when I'm talking about social influence, so it could be peer pressure or it could be family pressure. So that means family members would be encouraging a young child, for example, who was growing up, they would put in the child's mind that when you grow up, it would be a lot better if you would become a nurse because that would allow you to get out of the country and to travel and to see other countries as well and then of course improve in your economic status so that's one so social pressure coming from friends and family apart from that of course professional would also come into that category so when I say professional reasons that means that probably some of the nurses in the Philippines um, they want something more they want career development they want to improve in their skills and they feel like the country is offering in terms of improvement in professional skills is not that enough. So they want something that would reward their efforts, their hard work, and reward them with a higher skill, a higher pay, and better social standing. The other reason I mentioned earlier would be education. So if we're talking about educational, again, this is something to do with um, our educational system, to be honest, is actually encouraging all our graduates to leave the country. And it's ingrained as early as when you are in, probably even in high school. And with that, what are the fast 
fastest ways for them to leave the country would be several professions. One would be nursing, another would be IT, another would be teaching right now because teachers are also in demand in a lot of countries. So the educational system is actually indirectly or probably even directly pushing our kids or our young people out of the country. The other is cultural. We know very well that probably with our history as previously colonized country, wherein we've been exposed to the Spanish culture, but at the same time, the American culture. And in fact, we always say that we are very much Americanized. That has a lot of influence or impact on a young person's decision. And with that, of course, um, when they see, you know, on social media, for example, or in movies, but in America or in Europe, this is how people live. This is how people progress. They would actually aim to reach that status. And that's why that has a huge impact on their mentality. And of course, that affects their professional decision. Another would be, it has something to do with economic, of course. We know very well that nurses are not paid well compared to other nurses in other countries. So if we're talking about salaries, definitely compare New Zealand or compare Australia with what the nurses are getting in the Philippines. It's so low to the point that the monthly salary of nurses in the Philippines is comparable to less than a week's salary in New Zealand, for example, or, e or even in Australia. So I guess that's one of the reasons why um, a lot of our nurses want something better for their family in terms of economic standing. And of course, apart from that would be, again, political influences. So decisions or memorandums from other countries, like for example, you just mentioned earlier that New Zealand is actually recruiting a lot of nurses from overseas, and that includes the Philippines. So that's one. Or another would be the U.S. would open its doors to Filipino nurses again. So that's, that's another example. Or some countries in Europe, Germany, for example, opening its doors to a lot, or UK opening its doors to Filipino nurses. So that's basically both political and economic. And with that, that's one of the main push factors for a lot of the Filipino nurses to leave the country. So I'm thinking about nursing shortage because I've always found it a supreme irony that while the Philippines is one of the biggest exporters of nurses worldwide, it's also grappling with nursing shortages here in its own shores. So is there any sustainable solution for that? Sorry, I struggle to believe that we lack nurses in the country, to be honest, because like what you said, we are the number one exporter of nurses. And with that, that comes from a glut of nurses in the Philippines. I think the issue in the Philippines is the same as when I left the country 10 years ago, which is we have a lot of nurses, but they are not given nursing positions. That's why they would go into other jobs. Like, for example, some of them would, would definitely be call center agents. Some of them would probably be doing remote work. Um, some of them may be teaching. It may not even be nursing. Some of them, I, I know of some of my students are actually teaching English because there's no nursing job for them. I think the first thing that the government should do is to create positions for these nurses if there is really a need for the nurses to address the health needs of the country, which I believe there is. But it's a matter of the government prioritizing health and the health needs of the people and creating positions so that nurses can practice as nurses and that they can attend to the health needs of the entire country and the communities and also individuals themselves. That's one. The other thing is, of course, you know, incentives, salary. That's very much needed. I mean, we're human beings. We have needs. We need to attend to the basic needs of our family. To attend to that, we need to have the proper income. So raise the salary of nurses is very important. So that would address the basic needs of our family. 
family. Those are just some of the things that the government should do in order for them to be able to retain Filipino nurses. Otherwise, if, if they don't address those needs for these people, then definitely they will look for other ways so that they can have a job and attend to the needs of their family. How did you end up becoming a nurse? Was your decision to become a nurse influenced by your parents or was it environment growing up? I actually came from a family of nurses. So a lot of my aunties are nurses, aunties and uncles. And, you know, back in the day, 1970s, I think there was a, a campaign. I'm not sure if there's a campaign, but, you know, reading about it in researches, I know that back in the 1970s, the U.S. actually had a need for a lot of nurses. At that time, they were actually offering citizenship straight away. But then back in the 60s and the 70s, um, you know, there was a different pathway for health professionals. So not just nurses, health professionals to become green card holders in the U.S. and then, of course, citizens. Well, my family relatives went to the U.S. I had one uncle who was a doctor, actually, and he went to the U.S. to become a nurse. So I guess that influenced my mom, who then influenced all of us, her kids. And that's why all of us in the family, there's three of us, are nurses. But apart from that, of course, I guess, it you know, my Catholic faith, the desire to help, the desire to uh, be of service to those in need, that's, that very much influenced my decision to become a nurse. Switching a bit to working as a nurse overseas, what is the best part about working and living abroad as a nurse? And what is the most challenging part? Working abroad has its positive and negative sides to it. Well, I'll, I'll talk about the positive side and probably this is the reason why a lot of people leave. First things first, you know, very much the salary is a lot higher. The other is like what I mentioned, professional development. So there are a lot of free trainings that gets offered to nurses when they work overseas. And with that, you know, when you upgrade your skill, that also means that you have an opportunity to apply for a higher position and progress in your career. Another would be, um, of course, the well-being of the family because, you know, you're getting more pay that has actually an effect on your mental health status and also your social status. And with that, as far as I know, most of the nurses who migrate overseas, they don't really have a lot of issues when it comes to whether they can send their kids to school, for example, or whether they can attend to their basic needs, whether they can afford the house, because all of these basic needs are within reach if you are working overseas. Another would be for the family itself, especially for young families, they would have access to education that is free, but at the same time of global status. And with that, again, that opens an opportunity for not just the parents who are nurses, but also their kids to be in a better um, economic and social position later on. Those are just some of the good side to migrating overseas. On the other hand, there are also challenges. So earlier I've talked about culture, for example, because when you migrate to another country, definitely they would have a culture that's different from ours. And with that, you will have to adapt to that. Apart from that, the language, I do understand that some of our Kababayans are struggling when it comes to passing the English language test, which is a requirement not just, for example, in New Zealand, in Australia, in the U.S., but also in other um, English-speaking countries. Apart from that, of course, the physical challenge of it. So we know very well that in terms of nursing care, if you are attending to the needs of an Asian, for example, in terms of body build, they would have the same build as us, petite. Whereas if you are, for example, working in Australia or in New Zealand or even in the U.S., um, we know very well that the people in these countries are a lot bigger in terms of height, in terms of girth, and with that, that would be physically challenging for the nurse. But then, of course, on the other hand, there would be gadgets that would actually help with helping patient get out of bed or helping turn a patient on to their side. 
those are just some of the nursing activities that we do. But also, apart from that, another challenge would be adapting to the climate. We know very well that in the Philippines, we only have wet and dry season. But in other countries, of course, you have four seasons. Winter, for example, may not be that pleasing for a lot of Filipinos or snow definitely in winter would be a big challenge to a lot of Filipinos. Some of our Kababayans would find the immigration policies a bit of a challenge. The reason for that is because some countries, if we're talking about criteria for migrating, they're quite strict when it comes to health standards, for example. And with that, you have to be really, you know, 100% healthy for you to be able to bring your family over to that country. I'm talking about New Zealand, for example, or even Australia. And for them to be able to enjoy their right as residents or even citizens of that country. So some of the rights would be free healthcare, which I can probably understand the government of these um, destination countries, why they're quite strict with health standards. It's because they're offering free healthcare to their people. And with that, if people who migrate are actually sickly, then that would put a lot of strain on their health system. Same with education and also a lot of benefits in terms of social welfare. I read from your 2017 article that some nurses of other nationalities feel threatened by the growing number of Filipino nurses in the global workforce. Yes, Is that yes, still the in, case? In New Zealand, we are number one in terms of numbers amongst migrant nurses, setting aside the Europeans. Europeans are definitely number one in terms of numbers in New Zealand. But then amongst non-Europeans, it will be the Filipinos who are number one in terms of numbers. I just want to ask if Filipino nurses in general are, you know, respected and well cared for in their adoptive countries. Oh, yes. Um, New Zealand is a very friendly country and they're multicultural, very inclusive. And with that, I can say definitely that Filipino nurses can adapt well to New Zealand, but at the same time, they are cared for in New Zealand. My last question would be, why should Filipinos care about how Filipino nurses are treated and cared for? Why should non-nurses care about the welfare of nurses? Well, we work hard. Nurses work hard wherever we are. And that's why it's very important for us to cover our backs and take care of each other. We are part of a team and uh, we can't really attend to our patients' needs if we don't care for each other, but at the same time, if we are not cared for by the health system itself. So with that, it's very important that you know, nurses work with each other, have teamwork, and also are cared for and supported by their managers and also by the health system in general. Is there anything else you would like to share for our audience? To be honest, yeah. deep in my heart, I want the goodness for everyone. And with that, if nurses want to leave the country, the government should not stop them. Because if the reason why they're doing that is because of their family, The thing with us Filipinos is that we are very much family-oriented and all of our decisions center on our families. People leave the country, not just nurses, ITs, engineers, construction workers. We have all of them in New Zealand and even in Australia. They leave the country because they have their family in their hearts and minds and they want to serve their family. They want to give a better future for their family. And that's the reason why the government should not stop these people from leaving, but at the same time, they should also give those who stay a reason to stay. And what are those reasons? That's a higher pay. That's better benefits for those who stay. Basically, living standards for those who stay. So that means an overhaul or a complete improvement in terms of our uh, you know, social services, in terms of the affordability of education, in terms of the, of the affordability of housing in the Philippines. And apart from that, of course, it's, it's important for the government
government to ensure that the, those people who stay are actually cared for, like what you said, are supported in their jobs, in their desire to improve their life and also to improve professionally. And that concludes another B-Side episode. Once again, you heard Manina A. Hernandez, a clinical nurse specialist based in New Zealand, talking about why she left the Philippines. Ms. Hernandez tells Business World reporter Patricia B. Marisol that there are enough nurses in the country. It's just that they aren't practicing because it doesn't make sense when other jobs pay more for less risk. If we want nurses to take care of us, then we have to take care of them by supporting their call for higher wages and better working conditions. This B-Side episode was recorded remotely in December 2020. It was produced by Joseph Emmanuel L. Garcia and me, Samuel Marcelo. Thanks for listening.